When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. God Tier Podcast, the coolest battle rap podcast in the world on No Jumper, live with my co-host. I'm so straight, and your chick's mouth like Colgate. <laughs> Bringing it back to 08, your play upon the Lush Uno, and with us is uh, come on, who I feel is the quintessential example of somebody that took their success in the realm of battle rap and used it as an opportunity to parlay multiple careers and uh in the world of entertainment and beyond uh my dog dumbfounded good to see you man. Mm. good seeing you guys man i missed your intros bro <laughs> <laughs> i dead ass missed He's that quality. how convenient on asian heritage month that i uh pull up on your show here come on come on <laughs> to meet the quota for no jumper the, the asian quota <laughs> I, hey bro you know um I believe the most viewed video in No Jumper history is the when Adam went to Stupid Young's hood in right. uh, Oh, Long is that Beach. the most viewed? I believe most that's probably. the shout yeah, out Stupid Young, man. Shout out Stupid Young. He's, so yeah, he's a good dude. So maybe this will be number two. I don't know. You, you tend to do pretty well in the views. So um, stupid and dumb. <laughs> stupid dumb. <laughs> stupid dumb. Now, uh, yeah, man, uh, it's good to be here. I miss y'all. Uh, I miss you I'm too. seeing everything you're doing. I, I see everything that. All battle rappers are doing because I'm, I'm part of that family, and like you said, like just par- seeing people parlay it into different shit, you know. Like a uh, good example is uh, Nems, you absolutely. Know? Like just seeing what he's doing, yeah, seeing what you guys are doing lane. with the pod yeah. and the, the fucking league, and bringing that back and doing it for the culture. What's crazy about Nems is I feel like a lot of people aren't even aware. There's like a big disconnect between his current momentum and the fact that he even has a past as a battle rapper. I remember when uh, King of the Dot was bringing Nems back in like 2017 on the Mass 3 card. And I forget who his opponent was, but when Nems was battling, people were like, who's that? That, That's what I'm saying. You know, when I my first ever tour in the U.S., my first time being in New York City, this was like almost 15 years ago, I went to uh, End of the Week. Right, EO Dub, I made the man, final round. It was me versus Nems, wow. and, and, and Nems beat me. Yeah, but I was, that's fire. But that man. was, I don't even know if he remembers that. But like, yeah. Oh, he remembers. <laughs> yeah, but I just remember that's why I met Nems, he, and I knew about him because of uh, you know a jump off and shit during that time. Was it jump off? Well, he was yeah, on yeah. Fight Club. He was on Fight, Fight Club. He battled on Jump shit. Off he too. Did. He did. Yeah, 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 but I, I remember I was I always wanted to go to EO Dub because they would do all these like like freestyle competitions where. There was props and and you know it was like five different categories. Right, didn't Technique you had to, and uh, Solomon battle at EO Dub? Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. They, they had all these Iron cool Sol- things. I, yeah. I, I was in. The, I did EO Dub back in the day, like in yeah. 05. Yeah, um, yeah. So I remember that final round. It was me and Nems. Yeah. So did y'all actually battle? Yeah, we battled, and then he he beat me. Where's that footage at? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't know. It was it was towards probably like when end of the week was probably starting to end. You know what right. I mean? Um, but it was definitely an experience. Like cause I've heard about it. You know. That's amazing. I don't think they, they they still do like online shit, but yeah, shouts to EO Dub. Um, what's interesting about you is so many people 
have attempted to make the transition into, and I know you've done way more than strictly music at this point, right. but the transition from battle rap to music. And uh, I was talking about this with uh, Avocado the other day. Yeah. And uh, you, I remember you ba when you battled, uh, I think it was when you battled con either Conceited or Diz. Yeah. You you did, and there was maybe like two or 300 people there. It wasn't like a, a sold out event. And then you wound up a month later on tour as a rapper, as a performer, not as a battler, selling out that same venue. Yeah, like, I mean, for me, you know, I started... That's it, crazy. Yeah, I started, you know, well, a lot of, some of those battles that I did was in route during the tour. Right. You know, like, I remember when I battled Kid Twist, like, that was my Toronto stop yeah, on yeah, tour. Yeah, I remember right? that. I remember And it. I wasn't prepared, like, that well on that one because of that reason. Like, I was on the road trying to get ready for this battle. And, like, you know, it's hard. You try to work on the road. Like, even rappers, like, yeah, no, I'm taking much. my studio with me. And it's, it's hard, you know, because there's partying, drugs, everything. You know, it's like... So I wasn't there able is? To, <laughs> So I wasn't able to like really focus on that battle because it was part of the tour. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you, but that, you was early, that. that was early. That was early. That, that was, like, was like 09. Yeah, I that was like say. one of my early tours and shit, but you know, like I was playing mad colleges and shit like that, but I started, you know, like just like all of us like in battle rap. I mean, you might have made tracks, but I was just freestyling and battling before mm -hmm. I even made my first song and shit, you know what I mean? And but yeah, that, that was like uh you know, I made solid money off of like doing college shows and Asian student orgs and shit like that. Well, you know, and and that was on the heels of like the success of uh, the the you versus tantrum, and then the and yeah. then and then the the viral thanks to you kick, on, that, on that battle right video, there. Another but, battle you set up. I, I remember, I remember uh, you you calling me. I remember this so clearly of like exactly when you called me for that battle. Like I was in my apartment. Uh, one of them, like the studio apartment spot, he calls me and he's like, yo, I have this idea. I want you to battle Tantrum. And I, I heard about Tantrum, seeing Scribble Jam battles. He was the the Asian dude, you know, and I keep up on all my Asians everywhere and shit. <laughs> he mentioned it. And as soon as he said that, like the wheels were like turning in my head. Like I, I got it. I understood it. Yeah. Remember, I was like telling you on the phone too. Yeah. I was like, bro, like. No, I think this shit is a thing. Like I, I didn't catch. <laughs> I was I was wondering if I was gonna because at, at the time, my relationship with you was like we had battled against each other in yeah. WRCs, maybe done a few shows or this or that, but we didn't really know each other. We became friends like yeah. after that, really became closer. So I wasn't sure how you were gonna take that. Like, yo, this is sounds kind of weird. Like I'm being racially profiled. Nah, or some nah. Shit. Like, like you know, my whole thing is I'm like you. I see shit like as a producer, right? Right. Like uh, you know. I've been good at things here and there, like rapping this or that, but the biggest thing I've been good at is putting people together. Curation. Curation and producing. So like, as soon as you said that, like I understood it, bro. Yeah. And even, even before the battle, like if you run the sound clip back of, of that, I'm like, I say something about that, like, right. the, like this Asian versus Asian yeah. shit's gonna go crazy or something on YouTube or something. I think part of it too, what helped you too, is the fact that he was Chinese and you're Korean, so you were there, able to get on. The, there's more the specific, more thing. specific things yeah. that you could get on. I mean, that didn't matter too much. We well, didn't the call jokes, each other you Chinese, had a lot of Korean, Chinese jokes, Japanese. but you had like Chinese jokes. Yeah, I mean, like the, his phone and number had, and all and that. And he had like, Korean, like referencing like Starcraft. Yeah, that, the, the, I thought that was amazing. That's why it was a dope battle because. Like, I say this a lot. When I was battling just non-Asian people, like, obviously, I'm getting hit with shit that, like, 
typical know, shit. Typical shit yeah. that people, because people don't know much about Asian culture. But right. when I did that battle, there was so much specific ass Asian shit in it. Yeah. Like StarCraft is a very you have to specific know. online gaming thing, you know, and like certain rice rocket shit. Like, oh, like the Mickey Mouse hands yeah, and the house like, dance. Exactly. That, that like, was that's like rave culture Asian yeah. shit. You know right. what I mean? So there was all these specific <laughs> Yo, that <was> things so <laughs> that like, that's why I thought for culturally it was dope. People just see it as like, oh, you're just making fun of Asian shit. No, it's deeper than that. There's so much shit, you know what I mean? Like cultural references that like you have to know the culture to get, you know? Right, right. So I want to take it back to the beginning. You have a very interesting origin story and you've made records about it, which are really dope. And uh, so you're actually, you're born in Argentina, correct? Oh, like, yeah, I was born in Argentina. Buenos my, Aires? Yeah, Buenos Aires. My, um, my mom and dad are both Korean, but my my mom moved there when she was 15 with her with her parents and then my dad moved there for work in his early 20s and they met because they're like oh we're korean <laughs> hook up and then, not too many koreans out there i assume uh, there, i don't know there, like, there was there's a little town and okay. there's like like a lot of them migrated from korea and kind of you know resided there and then my my dad and mom met they got married and had me and my sister the craziest part was my sister was one years old and i was three years old they moved to america my mom smuggled me and my sister to the mexican border to coyotes like crazy yeah so she was carrying two asian babies with asian lady with like other latino mexican families just sneaking through the into the border that's incredible and yeah. a lot of people don't know because uh, you pretty much spent 99% of your life to this day we were just saying uh you're the mayor of K-Town to this day so I you, mean since we came into this country yeah we've been in Koreatown Koreatown Los and what's interesting about Koreatown is it's got a very large Latino population it does it does so, and that's you know that's why I always say it's funny that my mom's been in this country like over 30 years and doesn't speak any English because she got around speaking Korean and Spanish like right. in the neighborhood you know what I mean doesn't speak a lick of English still Crazy. And you grew up uh, in K-Town and that whole, like, K-Town, Pico Union, just, like, directly west of um, downtown L.A. sector. It's yeah. like the, the Rampart District, basically. I was definitely Rampart, like, Pico Union and Koreatown right. were like my that, main neighborhoods. That yeah. little trifecta is one of the most densely populated areas in the entire U.S. For sure. Um, And so... What was and did you go to like Belmont High I or did. something? Okay, yeah, I assume <laughs> they have this fool fucking knows so much shit about the region. Like I'm an Angelino. Yeah, yeah. No, like, I went to Belmont and then I got kicked. out. I, I didn't get kicked. Well, I didn't get kicked out. I moved schools to Marshall, which is like right. by by like Silver Lake yep. and Los, and they're like rivals actually. Right. And then I dropped out in the end of tenth grade. And my parents didn't know I dropped out for another two years. Just because, like, you know, there's Amazing. a language disconnect. <laughs> so I just bullshit in my Fire. way. And that's how I was able to go to even, like, Project Bloat and shit. You know, like. That's what, that's what I was going to allude yeah, to. How like, did you, what brought you to start freestyling in South Central LA? So I was freestyling in my school, you know, in house parties, you know, like, doing well and killing it. I was like, fuck it, this is just for the bitches and drinking and shit. And then uh, in 10th grade, I was in uh, Marshall. And. Marshall kids are like, they're like artsy. They're shit. hipsters. They're hipsters. And, yeah. and so, you know, they knew about Bloat. And I think some of the J5 dudes went to Marshall and stuff. Okay. Um, and this one Filipino kid was like, yo, there's a spot in Lamert Park. You should go. All the best, like, rappers go there. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm down. I put, So one night he picks me up, Thursday night, picks me up from my crib at like 10 p.m. We drive down to like South Central and I don't go to South Central often during that time you know what right. I mean I was like where the fuck are we going <laughs> going like deep and then because I was living off of like 3rd Street we're going to 43rd right. you know right. so we go to 43rd and pull up there's 
just hundreds of people on, on the street. Back then it was so much tighter. Like, you know, it was like hundreds, like eight ciphers going on, the, the, the open mics going on you, inside. Do you feel like the, like the online digital revolution like took people off the oh, street yeah. also? Bro, I, I, I'm, you know, there's no open mics no more, bro. Yeah. Like, let's be real. There's no fucking open mics. Twitter no space open mics. <laughs> yeah, that ass. Like, there isn't. I, I mean, the online shit did because kids now are like, I just want to get an interview on something. I want to get a manager, you know, or they'll send like their immediately. Video, or they send a video in, like, you know what I'm saying? Instead yeah. of, or just putting a clip on their Instagram. And people are more introverted through the internet now. Correct. 100%. 100% you know, yeah, because you live in cyberspace, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I get it. We haven't allowed, like, many spaces where people are just, like comfortable and shit you know what there's I mean? cons and pros to it you know what there I, mean? are, there are, I yeah. feel like i feel like on a on a on a global scale it's the only it's the only way like where we're headed to be able to do like cyberspace like meetings or battles would be the only place you could actually have everybody from around the world be in one room at the same time if that makes sense yeah i mean the whole idea we of weren't the, able to do that. the metaverse shit is like introvert like world right 100%. it's like right. it's Fully. accommodating <laughs> introverts yeah. uh, like completely it, you it's know? a hermit's guide to, uh, to <laughs> yeah. accepting your lifestyle well, yeah th there's pros and cons the pros are now i'm able to link with a producer in germany like it's nothing you know what That's i mean true. i'm able to like there's it, but I even can, more like I watching record, a concert like or watching a my, battle i can record music myself i could uh, right i could right. have it distributed like i don't need to network with through a local scene to get that pop in. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. But the negativity is now there is no local scene. I mean, we were lucky in our generation where we got to kind of experience, we're experiencing We both. were like the, the transition. The, the last, like, was that millennial or something like that? Something That's, like that. Yeah, so the, like, we got both worlds, which is sick. That's why I love my life experiencing that and yeah, also yeah, no, being we're lucky. in this world right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's great. Um, but yeah, just uh, go, where were we at? The, uh, so you start, so you oh, get yeah. to the blow. So I went to the blow yeah. and I'm thinking I'm the shit, you know, already just a young, arrogant, like all of us when we we're kids and shit, stick my head in a cypher and like, just hear the rappers rapping. Like even like no can, I think that was one of the first times I heard no can. I fucking, what year was this by the way? 2003 or four, mm -hmm. 2003 couple or years four. before I met you. Cause I yeah, met yeah. you. In so, you so you're a teenager. I'm a teenager. Yeah. yeah. I'm scrawny little Korean kid and shit, glasses and shit. And then I stick my head, I hear like No Can and other rappers, like Otherwise and shit like that. I fucking otherwise, froze the man. fuck up, bro. I couldn't spit. I mean, one hearing line. Otherwise? I couldn't, I couldn't rap one. I was ready to rap, bro. I'm like making my way through the cypher, ready to spit. I couldn't fucking rap one line, bro. And then I'm there for hours, standing there for hours. And then now it's closing up. I'm walking back to the car like, fuck, I should have rapped. <laughs> like, to I, keep in I, context, I he, was, he was thrusted into like rapping in front of like the arguably yeah. the best battle rappers Being ever. Being the best like, in your the school best or your, you know, house parties ain't shit yeah, compared otherwise to Otherwise, No Can were different. It, it ain't the then. shit. <laughs> no Can was like amazing yeah, to yeah, me, bro. No, no, no. We all, man, No Can. Still is. That's one of my biggest, no, we I had would a great say, interview with him. freestyle inspirations, hands down. There's no doubt about he's, it. Yeah, he's he, a goat. That motherfucker, I mean, you know, No Can is still amazing, but if you heard No Can at that time. When he's fully dialed in. You would have absolutely been amazed. Right. He was incredible. Fucking incredible. And um, is that around the time you met Satire as well? I met Sat. Sat was like a baby. I met him a few years later. He was like a fucking kid. Right. I, but Lyra was there the first time. Lyra, Lyra Flip Lyra was Flip, there. Man, he was the only other. He was the only other Asian motherfucker there, and he was always getting into battle. Someone was always trying to roast him and shit. Lyra Flip beat me at the blow before. Lyra is, I would say, one of the most consistent dudes. Like people don't give him enough credit because obviously when yeah. he first came into the battle thing, like he he didn't have like he he was like warming up into it, but like. 
during that time, he was just hungry. He was well, already doing it. Like, the thing about Lyra is once he started to shine once his skill set matched his tenacity because right. he was always just like, not he had no fear whatsoever. He, he was down to He was the one Asian mix it up. dude there in the midst of like right. 100 black dudes where he was already going in aggressively. You so know? speaking of satire and Lyra, and obviously there's verbs and a lot of people, yep. Alpha, how did Thirsty Fish come along? Like that, Thirsty Fish was a group that I was in with Open Mike Eagle, who's still fucking killing psychosis. it. Love him yeah. too, man. He's amazing. Yeah, he's too. amazing. Open and Psychosis. Who, Mike, psychosis was a crazy, amazing rapper too. He actually, still is man. actually. He's, yeah, he's I haven't talked to him in nice a while, but he was probably one of the nicest pen game like dudes. He would write insanely, bro. Psychosis. I mean, we just formed a group and then different we formed psychosis. So yeah, I just realized that. Oh, when yeah, you said that. Yeah, 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 it's just different. Different, it's different. different, yeah. And, uh, and then uh, Swim Team, <laughs> which was like the bigger crew with Satire. Okay, no, no, that's what I meant. So Thirsty Swim Team. How did this? So is it because you met Satire? We were at the time, we were our, that generation of blowed pretty much that were like the best dudes at the time. So we were like, let's form a group with all the best What dudes. year was this? This was 2006, seven? six or seven, like that. Like yeah. literally around the time Crack City was formed. Yeah. So it, they were, we were at the pit doing that. They were at the blow doing that. That was creating, definitely, like, you guys so definitely crazy. had your separate scene during the crack that time. city thing. Like, was, what formed was the around year? 05, 06. What was the year we battled at a basement? The year we battled <laughs> at the basement was at, around. Because we the were kids then. End too, of bro. 05, beginning of 06. That's it was so put crazy. online in 06, but I think it took a while to hit the we internet. We were fucking kids in that one. Yo, too, let me man. tell you how that happened. So uh, <laughs> around that time, you know, I was battling all over LA and I remember dumbfounded running into you. A couple at a couple of other events mm -hmm. where you seen me like do some crazy shit. I think it was an event where I either made it to the final and won the whole thing or didn't win. And you like were very aware what I was able to do. And I showed up to the basement that day. You and No Can were over there and there was like I suppose and all them. And like I walked up and I remember this is what you did. You looked at me. You're like, oh shit, this fool showed up. That's what, you, <laughs> that's what you said. Bro, like, What's the, up, the, man? The, the fucking the pit days, you were fucking definitely legendary. Was you were definitely a problem, bro. I mean, like, that's how we made our name out here. That was, yeah. I mean, honestly, the the pit was the place that really kind of got me into the idea of doing these acapella kind of battles. Oh yeah, correct. Uh, Are you through your own yeah, shit? Yeah, because you know, it. I was I was just doing like Tantrum was my first non-beat battle. Besides you know what I mean? the WRCs. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Jump WRCs and jump offs and. I had so much fun. I it's really, your first written acapella battle, bro. First, yeah, written acapella. Right. Yeah, because right. jump balls, we were fucking freestyling for you were a day straight, bro. Yeah. Like the from sunlight to night. Like, Red Bull and pizza. Holy fuck. That was Facts. a mental challenge for me, bro. Because I had never done anything like that. You know, I've never done a two on two or, you know, it was it was new for you me. You and Sat were fucking incredible. <laughs> yeah, that was our first like kind of intro, I think, to that world for us. Like, and we had fun with it. So like we're also doing mad drugs during the whole thing. <laughs> I was definitely our, if you saw our interview. <laughs> I was juicing. I was off the Adderall. I was off Adderall, coke, drinking. Like I was on. We were on drugs. If you saw crazy. our interviews, we're like touching our nose <laughs> and crazy. fucking going nuts, bro. Like little crackhead kids. We were crackhead kids during that. Time. That that was that that was the wave at the time. It was. A lot of fun. Um, uh, hold on, hold on. Speaking of like the 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 pit and inspiring you, you technically booked me for a battle, and you did it on the spot. Remember, so I show up to the bar exam. Oh yeah, bar I exam. have yes. the MTV crew following me around yeah, because yeah, I'm yeah. battling for a million dollars on fucking TV. Oh yeah, remember I show up to support your shit. I wasn't showing up for shit. You yeah. invited me. You're like bar yeah, exam. Yeah. Come down and support. It's at the pit. Like so, I show it's. 
my fucking world. I love it. Like the environment is just amazing. Yeah. The shit's popping. You know what I'm saying? And who shows up? Billy Boondocks, before his name was Billy Boondocks. Right, right. Shouts out to Billy Boondocks. Yeah, yeah. Mr. E.T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's in the front telling everybody the same shit that he's been doing in the past. Like, you know, I mean, what he does. Like, he's like, I'll kill all of you. He's in the front trying to mark out every single person that raps. Like, rap right now, doing that shit. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right. And you came up to him. You're like, hey, bro, like, if you're serious... There's a guy in here, you know, <laughs> da, 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 da. and he told you, man, what? Fuck that. Bring him on. And I could hear it like happening. And then you walk up to me while it's happening. You're like, hey, bro, there's this guy. I was like, I, I could already see what's happening. Bring him in. So you had no <laughs> Wait, intention. Did I really do? I don't remember. Yeah, bro, this. You That's walked crazy. up to me and you're like, bro, this guy over here is talking about like he'll fuck everybody up in here and like I like Sounds I, like I, I got told, the guy for you. Yeah, yeah, you told him that. So when you told me that. I was already like That's peeping what was going on. And in my head, funny. I was like, damn, I got the MTV dudes with me. They were begging me outside for a battle. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're like, come, come on, man. It like, we're perfect, following yeah. you around. Like, I'm like, I'm not battling. I'm coming here to support my homie. So then it becomes me battling. So That's I'm not even ready. I pulled two rounds out of my ass against them. That's and it was, hilarious, bro. It was two of my best fucking rounds ever, bro. That's Still, funny that, that I had footage a, is amazing. That's funny that I had a light bulb. Like, Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> this would be fucking. Yeah, no, this was would amazing. You posted it on the spot. And that's just, amazing. Impressive. I don't even remember doing that, which is yeah, incredible. And incredible. that's the thing. Someone, someone might have to pay like eighty thousand dollars to get Diz to battle. Know, right? But if he's in the right mood, that's yeah. might just is, fucking though. rap. It's yeah. always like that with rappers. It you know? was. Like, it was the timing. It was at, first of all at the time. too, you see me? I'm wearing the grind time shirt. The same shirt I just battled Asasino in, and it's like such a, like I just was was there, and I was just you know I'm in. I'm like, if anyone tests me, I'm gonna kill them. Like, I'm ready. I gotta run that one back. No, you gotta. It's actually hard. It has a big story to it. Let me tell you why. Mr. Et later on quit after that. He was so devastated from that battle because he didn't understand. Like, he was more of an artist, and in defense of him, he was he was a songwriter, and he wanted to battle, and he felt like he could kill anybody because he had bars, but he still hadn't jumped in a battle. So he just jumped in against the craziest dude on earth his first time, and he just got unlucky because he kept on playing Russian roulette, and he just. Kind of just, I popped up and it was just like, yeah, like Damn, this is you the, really he helped changed him his find name. his path, bro. Look, bro, <laughs> he, he helped he, him find his true call. He, look, he quit though <laughs> and he came back as Billy Boondock and changed his name because he killed that but, character. Let off. me tell you right now, like getting served is the most humbling thing for any human being. It's yeah. like, it's like, you know, growing up, you got to get punched or slapped at least once in your life I, I love this analogy real shit you, you gotta you know the kids that don't ever get slapped growing up or whatever they yeah. have a vibe they have certain, certain aura, certain aura. like it, they're not humbled you know what I mean and they talk like they run the world walking around the world like you know whatever they grow up to be Karens or whatnot you know and then but that shit is like what you're saying it's like you know I've, we've all been there. We've all hit the lowest point in, the, in battle rap of getting served or whatnot. That shit, man, this is one of the craziest feelings. It's like a comedian bombing or, you know what I mean? Right. All that shit. Or so. just like not doing what you, like, I don't ever feel like I've been served, but I've lost battles and I to felt yourself. like I've, like I, yeah, I've <laughs> yeah, left feeling true. defeated and that feeling of being humbled. Oh, I've like seen you feeling defeated, yeah. bro. Which battle? <laughs> Uh, locksmith for yeah. sure <laughs> that was i fucked up because that battle so was the first time i was yourself, it was bro. the first time i memorized four perfect rounds in my life that's I had what i'm saying it wasn't like it was one of those things where i, I could tell you really Super hated defeated. yourself oh dog i punched it. the parking meter outside yeah, like I I that's another example the parking meter. of you losing to yourself mm -hmm. it's not um mm. but but it definitely can be 
a catalyst for growth. You could either let it defeat you or you could use it as an you experience. Have to, you have to. to. You got to let it you use that to grow. I went on a rampage know? after that. That's like, you know, Project Blood was like that because you, you sign up to do a song and they encourage the crowd to start chanting, please pass, pass the, the mic, mic. If, you, if you're whack. And the, the DJ stops it with her. It could be like 15 seconds into the song. Yeah. And I remember one dude went up and they we passed them. And he was like, fuck y'all, y'all don't know shit. And he slammed the mic and he just dipped, you know? <laughs> but it's like, you could either do that or you could be like, fuck that. Next week, I'm going to come back and I'm going to not get passed. You know what I mean? So, like, there's two ways you could take it. You know well, what I mean? Well, the amount of rappers and the, I mean, you're talking about, like, Fat Joe got please pass the mic. True. Like, like hip-hop yeah. yeah. legends. True. So, you, like, the blow didn't discriminate. And I was curious, and I'm glad you brought it back to the blow, like, when did you realize that like people were actually fucking with you and you thought you were people thought you were dope over there too like what? i mean it, it took a while bro like it wasn't like they they accepted me off the jump you know what i mean but i was just i just i was addicted to that place like i really loved it it was like every week thursday night homie picked me up we drive over there culture. and one week like he didn't pick me up and i was like what the fuck's going on he's like oh, i'm not gonna go tonight i'm like no, we gotta go. <laughs> so I ended up fucking like I taking think, the bus. I think right? I took the bus to like fucking South Central with like a Razor scooter afterwards, like Razor scooter because the buses weren't running or some shit. And that shit was wild, bro. Um, but I was just addicted to that place. I was addicted to freestyling, like all of us. You know, we've we've all been addicted to freestyling and battling. I also, it was more like not even just me always rapping too. It was just to like witness greatness, bro. Like I would go there and just see legendary battle rappers yeah. and freestylers, all the time. flawless. Otherwise, Riddler, no can. Fa flawless was. I think the flawless era was a special era. Like this is all beast. like these are all names that like most people aren't gonna know, you know. But there was a time at Project Blood where these characters would come out of nowhere, you know. Like Open Mike when he came and he's from Chicago. He was, he was nice yeah. Open Mike Eagles from Chicago and he just starts freestyling. We're like, who the fuck is this dude? And then you see, and then you see flawless coming from like IE or some from shit. The Valley or from, no, he was, uh, he, he was from the A18, um, wasn't he? No, I thought no, he was from. Like I, a, that's why I battled him a bunch of times. Yeah, he's from like I don't know San Bernardino, so I battled him San Bernardino at or some shit, and he's like this big dude, right? Big fat dude named Flawless, and he just had this style like. Finally gave No Can Do like a, a, a run, you know. He, like, he, yeah, he was dude. nice as fuck. He beat actually me and Flawless have battled a couple times. He beat me one time, and like. It's crazy. The the one time, like when I got him, I got him with like all fat jokes, and he wanted to fight after it. I remember. <laughs> I remember this month. Okay, he was let me so tell you bad. Holy I shit! I remember this fool battling Litter Flip on stage at the Bloat, and he had the funniest line because you know his like swag, like he has like a this yeah. weird, crazy swag. No, he to carried him. his weight around. Insane. Yeah. He would be like Litter Flip. You're so ugly, you can make a mirror sick. <laughs> it was just like, yeah. just the, you know that low voice he has? Like yeah. that. It was just the funniest fucking shit, bro. Like, yeah, it was, no, and it was, it was nice all on well. beat freestyle on stage, so it was hilarious, too. And um, then, like, it seemed like you, it's funny because both of y'all had your grind time debuts <laughs> at the same event. Oh, right. That at too. the Battle of the Bay we 2. Like, we, like, showed up was at that the same time. Was that your debut for Grind Both of us. We showed up at the same your, time to the league. Well, and, and you had the whole story of you even, <laughs> that battle almost not happening, the you versus tantrum that we talked about yeah, earlier right. in battle, because you had car trouble on right, the way right, up. Right, right. And we had, had car trouble, 
And man, That's I was, and I was I'm not gonna lie, I was yeah. really nervous about that battle because we also had that Frankie Watson Juice Chase you had battle. Two battles, yeah. yeah. So and at that one we like straight up freestyled. Like we had no like I I had I put all my energy into the tantrum shit and I was like, fuck, we don't, you know. So we had a few like written things, but for the most part, we just had to go freestyle. But I, I loved some of my freestyle and, and written lines for that one. That it was like uh, well, book 'em wops or yeah, book em wops. <laughs> yeah, butcher shop. <laughs> like, like, y'all look like y'all work at a butcher shop. Book them wops. You're such a good freestyler that it's people would think that it was written. I, yeah, I'm not. It's more like I wouldn't say I'm like an amazing freestyle, but I always like I always have good like one liner jo- joints. Always, yeah, one liners were impeccable. Like, man. That was my thing, you know. Yeah. It was like, but when we had similar trajectories in the beginning because we debuted, y'all were the that, first. But two. he battled the source after me, and like right. we both battled the well, source. When y'all he, were the first two to really like catapult to fame from um, like was, from out was, here on the on the on the new the, era in, in the grind new era. time. Yeah. Period. Yeah, right. Like, I mean, right. LA dudes, you know, I'll, I'll say LA dudes like no can and diz during that time. Like, I wasn't even at. But like, he's I, talking I, about grind time oh, when grind it started. Time, right? yeah, yeah, when it started, yeah, it was we specifically came in, me and you really like coming yeah, from LA and we had satire. You and I came in for sure and we kind of became like the LA big yeah. grind time guys. But in the LA scene, I was always looking up to like dudes like no can and this fool because they would always go to the finals. Right. And, but I'd be in like the final maybe four or six. But right. the finals were always like this fool or uh, uh, no. Uh, no can and shit like that so but then like I mean, you know you're that battle versus tantrum and it's so funny because these numbers sound so small now but you y'all were the first to hit a hundred thousand views and yeah. you did it very quickly that was uh man that battle i would say changed my life 100 percent. i i can't even front bro it's not even about the views of it or nothing it just changed so much shit like that was the first when that battle you came out after that shit. bro asian kids would come up to me everywhere in the country bro and like just all of a sudden like fuck with me because when i was right when i first came up like rhyming and shit all my neighborhood asian kids that were like gangster asian kids like they just thought i was a nerd you know what right. I mean? <laughs> like they were just like that's no, why shit. don't you rap like tupac you know it's like they didn't like the way i rapped i was like a super underground indie dude you know i have weird songs and shit but then after that battle, all the hood Asian motherfuckers was like, you're holding it down for us and shit. Right. Yo, it, so it changed fun. like crazy, bro. Like the whole vibe of the energy changed of the whole community with me. You know what I mean? Like I was always kind of an outcast amongst my own even Asian kids growing up. You know, I was like an arty, artsy, I, I think in a way, kid. I like, think in a way it, dis- yeah. it displayed, it displayed because the battle itself displayed Asian hip hop. Like it showed within the Asian community that you don't have to battle somebody from outside it to make it entertaining. You were the first guys to do this. You didn't need anybody else. It was literally you two guys putting on a just as entertaining as anybody else battling. And to be honest with you, you're the ones who went the most viral. You went to a million faster than anybody, not just a hundred thousand. Right. Y'all were the first to hit like a million. I, bro. I think culturally it was like a very, it was like an interesting moment. You know, people don't realize it's superseded how, battle rap. Dude, think about two Asian battle rappers going up against each other. Like, yeah, no that's, one that's even, my point. What I just, yeah. yeah, the chances of that even happening is like weird. Like, but the fact you could put on such a high quality entertaining battle, I think that's what made it so. Exactly. Like they felt like they had. Me like t- everybody felt like they had something. It was like Tantrum was a, the other Asian dude who had bars. You know what I mean? Who who could like have all this funny lines and all this shit, and he did it. You know, and we had two different energies too. Yeah, no, the so contrast. Everything was worked so well. You yeah. know. But then when you, I feel like you started to blow up so quick, not just within the context of battle rap, but now you're releasing viral content that's getting millions of views. You're putting out music videos. Oh, wait, the kick. 
Yeah, well, the kick was the one. The kick was the one. You went four million on that. That was my first ever video on my YouTube channel. And the whole plan around that was to launch my YouTube channel with a viral thing. So I met this dude who was my friend. He became my manager. And he he actually managed Anderson Pack for a while early on. That's how you had that connection. Yeah, so he was managing... uh, both of us at the, um, at the time, and he was he was like, "Yo, you got all these battles, and they're getting millions of views, but they're not on your channel. You're, you're not." You're, I'm like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "I'm fucking famous. I'm on YouTube, millions of views." He's like, "Yeah, but like, that's not your content." It's and I didn't even think about this. I was just like, "Millions of views. Who gives a fuck, right?" And he's like, "No, you should start your own channel." I'm like, "All right." He just I, I didn't even care. He was like, "You should," and I was like, "Okay, cool." It's like, "Let's do a, let's start a YouTube channel." He's like. Why don't we do something off of your battle shit and like try to get it viral? So, and then I and he uh, he's like, my idea was like, why don't all these? I looked up uh, top viewed battles, and they're all ones that ending in fights. Mm-hmm. Like you know, all the millions of views mm-hmm. were the ones that end in punches. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. And I was like, what if I put my own twist to it? Since I'm Asian and put like a kung fu or martial arts element, roundhouse kick. Yeah, and we did that shit. And we planned a whole shit. So the stunt devil is the, the one stunt, that stunt. That's it. not even me doing the I know. stunt. You yeah, know what no, I mean? there's a stunt. I get devil. people, but people, th- people know it's fake, but they You're don't. Just wearing the same. They don't even realize that I'm not even the one doing the kick. Right. Because right. I don't. We've <laughs> never either. seen yeah. you do another kick. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they pushed me out of frame, and then the guy who's dressed up as me, his name's Travis Wong. This guy's a legit stunt dude. Fire. Like he still does shit Shout for all the. <laughs> he comes back in he does a kick gets put and then i come back in the frame yeah. getting held back by intuition and shit right. in the thing that's so good uh, and then and then that whole day i i plan it like tweets hit up the you know the homies like all this shit. i'm like you won't believe what happened in the battle like i was tweeting that shit throughout the day like someone pushed me and like people are hitting me up like alchemist and his hit me up like it was it was wild shit amazing yeah <laughs> it, evidence it, it was really like, worked man evidence was like me and uh, uh, alchemist got a bet going on like i think it's real he thinks it's fake like people that's so far it was it was fucking a debacle and that shit went viral and then from there i just started dropping music videos and content and shit what really went crazy for you quick and you were the first because like Diz was blowing up, but within the context of battle rap, yeah, and he exactly. kept it insular to battle rap culture. You were like superseding it and going in a different direction. Did was that difficult? Because like, did you still have the? Were you still wanting to do more battles, but you just couldn't because it didn't make sense for your trajectory? Or I definitely love battling. I still fucking love battling. Like yes. because the thing is, I love roasting. Say it again. I lo- yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because. We're gonna book him. Writing battle, battle. <laughs> Let me rap. find out, dumb. We're gonna book him. <laughs> no, li- li- writing battle rap lines is the most fun and natural thing. For it me is because it is, yeah. I love jokes and I love rhymes. And you like making fun of people. Yeah, I love, that's my like literal passion. Like I, I love that the most out of anything is making fun of people, roasting. And when you hit it, when you do a with a rhythm, it's like it, it's even harder. You know, as we know in battle yeah. rap. So you have a funny like. Dumbfounded so- plug outlet was yeah, like that's hilarious, like bro. Can I say something? Like- um, I wanted to stop you there, and I want you to know this. Yeah. I kind of just that's why I love having this airtime to share with people things that I don't think they know. I think I've told you before, but like you actually have been a heavy influence on me. That's, like that's I don't know man. if I've ever told you that, but like at one point in my in my career, like especially it was before it was before I battled you the second time. I just. 
I just used to just like watching your battles, bro. Like I would study your battles because that's wild hearing from Diz, bro. Yeah, Real and shit. I and I know I've never told you that. Like, He's and not I, quick I, to I kind of feel like those. I've told this is a guy yeah. who's done a hundred more battles than I have, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm gonna tell you why because. I feel like it's you just that's why you just reminded me to say all this because it was the most natural thing to watch. Like I always felt like watching you. It, I was always the most entertained and inspired and you made me become more funny. Like I'm mm -hmm. funnier because of watching you. Uh, there's a couple other battlers, but you were definitely the main one. And Thanks, I feel man. like that means a lot for sure. Yeah, man. Like the, it's the comedic timing. I learned yeah. from that because I have a completely different approach. So if you look throughout my career, you'll see he, his influence in my HFK battle. You could see it in like my um, what else battles like any of those battles where I'm being super creative and funny. I'm big T battle like my big T battle. Right, there's right. influence from dumbfounded in it because I understood the whole energy battle because of you. Like you knew how to reflect the energy Man, from aggressiveness. Thanks, you know, you know what? You know what else you know how to do is make people like you, and yeah. it's not something right, you're right. consciously doing. Right. But you just have, you're just such a charismatic dude and laid back. And I think a part of it comes from. I don't want to say self-deprecation, but not taking yourself too seriously, right. being very self-aware, which it, translates. It, it is hard to to diffuse that if your opponent is angry. I mean, it, it's easy to diffuse your angry opponent with right. that. He's, he's, you know what I mean? He's good at that. Yeah, I you're mean, kryptonite. I, I just want to continue too off what you're saying. So when we battled, yeah. I want you to know the reason why I shaved my fucking head and, and wore, that was the wore what I wore. This fucking, so, I didn't, I, I just, so the reason why I did all this is full because, costume, it's by because the way. I wrote <laughs> yeah. everything that I wrote and I was like coming up with all my shit and I knew it was fire. But I was like, there's no way to beat this guy's comedic fucking timing. He's going to make me look like a fucking angry dude because he's just going to be like, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> like, that's how I was imagining him coming at me. Like, just like that's making so funny, fun of me bro. like really crazy that's like so you like the turban outfitter shit that shit that i saw coming that i couldn't do nothing for. yeah, yeah like yeah. you shop at turban outfitters <laughs> like that that type of stuff i just knew yeah. he's so it was it was shit that i couldn't beat so i'm like i'm shaving my fucking head i'm coming that like was a smart lunatic. play actually it that's was a why very very that. smart thing it was to I, combat your shit nah real shit i i just remember you disappearing like 20, 30 minutes before the battle, everyone's like, what the fuck is this? Walks out with that shit. I was like, oh my God. I Think can't. about the dedication I know. and like the insanity. That's it how much I was worried about. To alter you. your physical appearance. That's why I respect him, bro. No, I, respect, you got I mean, you got to respect this fool. Yeah. I always joke around about this. Like when I talk about this to other people, I'm like, you know, this is. He, there's nobody who loves battle rap as much as Diz. Like right now, I he's probably in his room with a dartboard and a picture of his opponent in the middle of a fucking dartboard, throwing darts at him. I love like, it's how like a joke. This I is why say, he's dangerous to battle. This. Because I you, swear to God, this motherfucker. Wait, you, you've been to his house recently? You saw the dartboard? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's there. It's like a conspiracy theorist with like newspaper cutouts on the fucking wall, bro. Of like everything about his fucking opponent, like on the goddamn wall. That's oh, how I much this that fool loves. I, I, oh, this is another thing. I remember when we're shooting Bodied, right? It's a movie right. about battle rap. <laughs> I and know what's coming. There's a scene that I needed like Asian jokes <laughs> and like me. a redhead joke or whatever. So I, I hit up me. this for some help for this, right? Because like. You know, Joseph Kahn, the director, is just expecting us to, like, write these rhymes. And I was like, fuck, I, you know, this is, like, homework and shit. So I hit up Diz. 
And Diz just had like a fucking Rolodex like, <laughs> of like fat shit, Asian shit, redhead shit, like girl shit, like a Rolodex of battle oh, rap oh lines, God. bro, oh, but of God. every category, He's bro. actually and, right and, about and that. You know why, though, I think with him is the Diz didn't even come out like at first when he was battling, it was more just like, I'm going to kill you, whoop de whoop like I'm tougher, I'm a better rapper. But I think he got so many... Arab jokes yeah, yeah, about yeah. him yeah, yeah. that he's like, you know what? Fuck that. <laughs> like, like, you know what's crazy though? That does come from the school of showing up to an event and not knowing who the fuck we that's was going to battle. battle shit. It's, I was always like, okay, if I get a dude with a fucking long nose, I have all these nose jokes. <laughs> if, if they're fat, if they're from who here. Who compiles nose jokes, bro? Like, 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 yeah, no, I had, I had, a, no, I had a nose, nose bars, bro? I did. I had a nose This will have nose, nose bars, bro. I did. Wow. I did. And then when I ran into somebody with it, I hit him with it. I, yeah, I got it. That's why I got to give you credit, man. That's why you're, <laughs> up, you're an elite. You it's know? dedicated. And while he was fully dead focused on that, you were like expanding in other realms. I, I, you know, my whole thing is like, you know, that time I was starting my like rap career, but I've always had interest in, you know, being a personality, hosting shows, creating content. You know, I had a lot of web shows during that time, the hot box, um, where, oh, I, inter the hot box, where yeah. I interviewed some of like big stars right yeah, now. I gave right. Doja Cat her first interview. You, you know, yeah, Anderson you had Doja Pack. Cat yeah, in the hotbox. I had a huge, you know, these, but these are all like LA people. Like right, these are all LA right. musicians, Amazing. you know, that happen to blow up and shit. Um, Harper when uh, when Anderson was Breezy Lovejoy. Yeah, still. exactly. Yeah. yeah, and you know, that's my brother. So we still, we still are taking our careers from when we started to like TV and film now and, and working together on partnerships. But it's amazing, bro, and that's why I always tell motherfuckers, like, just stick close to, like, your peers, you know, as opposed to, like, trying to get the big dude to hear your demo or whatnot. Your peers mm. are going to be the next stars. Well, you know it, I mean? it's, it's, it's interesting, like, I was always curious how you, because we've all dealt with this throughout our rise to success in different ways. What was it like when there's all these other people that are our peers, but then we attain a certain level of success and they don't. And like, and then it becomes kind of awkward and they like have expectations like, yo, put me on. Did you have to deal with that energy quite a bit? I could imagine. Yeah, of course but, you did. You know, but the thing about it is it's like, it, I think getting put on is like, there's nothing like about getting, you. it just naturally happens with the people you're working with. So if you're working, it's going to naturally happen. Yeah, it's just not going to happen because somebody fucking just yeah, puts you on. Yeah, there's no like sword and like, you're on. Right. You know what I mean? There but is, there's that false, um, people People have that belief. I like, came up you know, with everybody I was supposed to come up with. Right. That's it. You know what I mean? There was nobody else. Like, there's nothing, yeah, it's... If you're not on, then it's because we didn't somehow, nothing, it just didn't work naturally. And it's not your fault. It's not my fault. Just something didn't work. You know, something didn't click. You didn't meet me halfway. Maybe I didn't meet you halfway. It's it, That's what it is. You know right. what I mean? And it's fine. It's okay. It's um, a great perspective on that. Nah, it's just, I just know that, you know. And then I also like, with also, it doesn't take one person to put somebody on. It takes a village to make a star, bro. Right. That's why I don't like anybody who walks around as like, I put this dude on. He's the reason right. that he's famous or whatever, bro. I've been around. I, I helped out a lot of you know big stars early on, but I don't take no credit for it. It's me and a lot of people, bro. Just like, like I don't take credit for either one of y'all's success. Yeah, you gave my you know first I mean? fucking important <laughs> battle that changed my life. You know right. what I mean? And I thank you for that. But there's a lot of people who come into our lives that help that journey, right? Right. It takes a village. It takes a whole ass village to make a star, bro. You know, One thousand. I love that man. I so love that. twelve put man. Speaking of the village, <clears throat> what's it like 
for Dumbfounded in Koreatown. There's murals of you. <laughs> Hold on, no, There's, no. Where are you from in Korea? Well, well, I'm not from Korea. I'm from Argentina. I'm we Korean. Talked, we talked about that already. <laughs> oh, crazy. All right, so when you go no, there, you just stay in Seoul? Oh, in Korea. Yeah. Uh, oh, when, uh, like, oh when you, you mean go like there. my family, like my grandparents Yeah, like who, where are y'all from? I mean from? like Seoul area. Are you from, you're, so you're from Seoul? Yeah, I'm from Seoul. So, so you're from so. the capital. I mean, I have like my dad's side, if you trace back. I'm trying then. to see if he's like a villager or some shit. Okay. Like, oh, uh, kind of uh, like how well, I am. Like, I don't know. I don't know the specificity of it. all that. Like, I don't know the areas, but... Um, I don't have a lot of family in Korea anymore, you know what I mean? So when I go to Korea, I just link with friends. I know a lot of musicians there, actors. Because you have, like, a life out there. Like, you... I, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm part of that scene. Because when, yeah. I, when I first was coming up, I was, like, literally one of a handful of Korean rappers, like, in the world that was actually doing it. So when I would go to Korea, like, I could get shows and shit. Now there's, like, a thousand Korean rappers, so they can give a fuck if I K-pop is... Yeah, so if I go to Korea, I'm not, like, popping or anything. But You know what I mean? But they know me because I was part of that scene back in the day too so with that being said though in koreatown where you reside oh koreatown yeah i mean i'm just like a neighborhood dude like i'm i'm just like i'm really like synonymous <laughs> with the community you know what i mean like you're I, like a symbol for the community. yeah I, I, I mean i love k-town i would say there's like a few things from k-town like if you think of k-town probably my name might come up korean barbecue karaoke k-pop <laughs> i don't know you know like a few things might come up and it. i'm definitely going to be part of that history you know which I mean? is insane it's That's... dope I, I just love the idea that like all of us that we might have a neighborhood that we're attached to or whatever it's like you know having that pride and it's just great you know what i mean when um, we gonna get that bts dumbfounded feature <laughs> yeah i know right <laughs> yeah that would be huge man I, I gave bts interview the first year they debuted yeah. If you look on YouTube, like I have one of the first interviews with them on on the stage That's fire. in this KCon too. Yeah. But it, I'm not surprised because it, it seems I, like you you had your hand on the pulse before a lot of people. I just you know I, I'm I just I always stay curious about the culture, bro. That's that's the only art. thing. Yeah, it's not I'm not the best at everything, but I stay curious about everything, and that's what's taken me like far and, and gave gave me longevity. You know, I, I love exploring new shit yeah trying different new mediums you know what i mean um is, is it um have you had people that have seen you and been like oh your bro that got his hand chopped off in power like oh right and only bro, know oh, you from that okay let me like, tell you right now when i was on when i was going on tours during that time like <laughs> you know my tours had a lot of like asian kids white kids you know a few black black people but like <laughs> all the you know security, all this shit. They, Selling coke to the whores. They all the only knew me for power. Like they didn't know me for my rap. They, didn't, they don't listen to me or nothing. They just like That's you're so that crazy. Asian dude from power. You know <laughs> they knew me from power. <laughs> that is so far. More, more, more black people know me from power and roast me than my music for sure. <laughs> that is, <laughs> That's a hundred percent. But that sure. like complements all your different like the assets and different avenues that you have of you because you cover all these demographics. You that, have your, you know, you have your Korean fan base. You but have that's your, the thing I've done like right. so many it's, different things right. so many different things every time i have someone come up to me it's about something different that's amazing it's always about something different and like, we did a movie together and like that was your first movie like and i remember watching you and you had it already figured out like i was seeing you act and i was like man like dumb getting, getting like that little actor. small part in power fucked me up though because i did three i did three episodes in like season two or some shit and then like that was the first month like I got a manager for acting and I tried auditioning. I got it and I was like, oh, this is going to be easy. And after that, I didn't book shit for like a year and a half, bro. It fucked up my whole perception of Hollywood. And I thought it was going to be easy as shit. It was, it's been a hard-ass journey in that world, bro. I'll tell you that. But things are finally starting to kind Aren't of Aren't you working on a film right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. Things are finally starting to roll out. And like, um, we got this movie 
co-wrote with Anderson Pack. I'm producing it. So um, fire. We're shooting it later this year. It's, it's gonna amazing. be crazy. It's gonna be nuts. So uh, far. And I'm, work, I'm developing TV shows right now. Still auditioning for shit. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm in like um, Aquafina's show. That's we just got awesome. renewed for a third season. Um, so it's like a little bit of everything, you know. I mean, just trying to. But really, what I want to do is I want to have the whole narrative. Like I want to be able to produce our own shit. I was about to I mean? say, you that's know what I. But what thing. I like though, but it seems like you have a lot of creative control. Like that's what I was gonna say. Like you're saying you're producing it and now, now, yeah. After starting this whole new and production I think that's company, the so. most the main thing. Like we're circling ownership back to that ownership and creative control king. is like really important. That was, and that's always been. If you follow my career, that's always been a thing for me. Like for I sure. always wanted to do shit on my own and. Yeah. have have uh, ownership of the things that we're producing you know and it seems like you'll you're such a creative person that and i admire the fact that you're able to complete your ideas but then when you feel like it's reached its conclusion you'll move on like i, I had to like the hot box was one of those you know you had the be, whole knock steady thing yeah you know? you know be real like they took my idea i mean i'm just gonna say it bluntly but i mean that's the og and he's like the weed god you know right and, and he actually hit me uh, he gave me props and like even mentioned in uh, yeah, no, an episode he was like this is inspired by dumb and he gave me my credit you know what i mean which is but i was already kind of on the way out with that because i slowed down on smoking weed you know yeah, so you i did, was you, like you actually quit for a while yeah, right you I stopped quit, smoking that's weed. why i was like this I show remember. don't make sense to me because like i'm not even smoking weed no more like that <laughs> and i felt a like a fraud a real dude, so i started feeling like, a fraud i was like i guess I'm just gonna stop. I just stopped the show after like 50 episodes. I just stopped doing the show, and I was like, "Bro, makes way more sense to do this show," you know. So that's that's how that happened. Um, Yeah, I did did a hot box with him and shouts out to (laughs) Bro. No, no, dude, that's the OG. I mean, I'm a huge fan. You know what? You passed him the joint. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, he passed the joint. And to the OG too, you know. So that's great. Uh, You know what's so crazy too? And it's 420 right now. You just reminded me. Yeah, 420. Look at the time. Doctor Green Thumb Hour. You know, uh, that that also adds on, like, I want to add on to that. Like, you have so many different things that you've done. You probably forgot that you did a battle league. Like, you had your own, like, <laughs> battle. Like, about, you yeah. had Until the you bar, bar exam, exam was exam. fire. Yeah, that was like, fun. You, you, you've, you've, you've dabbled in everything, bro. Like, that's, and you and you were successful at it. The bar exam was fucking fire. I think a lot of that just comes from. I thought from, it was great. Yeah, thank you. But a, lot of that, a lot of that just comes from, like, you know, it's fun, you know, and, like, yeah. wanting to do these events. The I, I love doing events because they're fun. I, I, I used do a party series a while back called Spam and Eggs that was lit too, you know. And like, I just throw—I I love throwing events and and uh, like if something's missing in the community, then like I want to create it. I feel like you guys are like that too, right? With this new league, absolutely. I mean, that's literally feeling like that. It's feeling like where the how come no one's doing this thing? And you're like, fuck, I could do it, but it's gonna be tiring. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I take a deep breath, like shit, I could do it. You know. Uh, but it's gonna be exhausting. Like, okay, let's yeah. do it. And but it's just it's you also knowing like if you don't do it, then no one's gonna do it. Right. You know, like no one's gonna do it. So no, you, you have call to do it, it how it is. That's this filling the void. You have That's, to, yeah. And then if you're capable of it, that means like it's a gift that like that you have that you should you know exercise you know what i mean and, and you should use to create that thing so that's how i feel i'm like fuck if i'm if i don't do this then who the fuck is gonna do it you know are, are you do you still have ambitions that you haven't achieved yet musically musically yes i mean i would love to have a grammy i got a grammy nomination thanks to um, thanks to anderson because yeah, we co-produced on a, a christina aguilera song and you so, was you was just at coachella performing and, and that shit, was like, yeah the yes. crazy that was probably one of my biggest career milestones yo you look like a star up it there, was amazing man. Well, on the main stage <laughs> 6 30 p.m yeah. 
uh, you know, not on the main early, stage coach, not, not opening in the morning. It wasn't serving <laughs> breakfast when it you were nah, serving nah, breakfast nah, nah. while dumbfounded <laughs> rapping. People weren't just going through the, the metal detectors. Yeah, yeah it was like Amazing. peak. Um, and shout out 88 Rising for giving me that opportunity. You know, yeah. I mean? it was um, huge. Yeah, and 88 Rising is like. But seeing you on the big really, screen, on the bigger yeah, ones, like was, was like wild. crazy. Like it, it was, it you was as a giant up there. People as far right. as I can see, giant it, dumbfounded. And I'll be honest, man. Like I've definitely slowed down a lot on music as I'm transitioning into this next chapter of my life. But that really felt like it sent me off, like kind of properly. You know, it, it really did feel like that. Just putting me on one of the biggest stages, and it just felt really dope. Because that, that that's either going to do that, or that's going to, with someone like you, could potentially inspire you to be like, you know what, fuck it, I need to make another record. Yeah, now. yeah, like, no, real shit. That's how I felt. I'm like, you know what, I, I miss this shit. Man, I miss this feeling. It's amazing to see how far you came, man, just how well composed you are, just how you, how, how just, you look younger, you've been taking care of yourself, you work out, man, you're kind of I actually, you know, the, the most hilarious <laughs> thing is I got completely pull-ups. wasted last night, and like, I got into physical altercation with my closest friends. <laughs> What? It's okay. It happens. Sometimes. I got extremely drunk last night. Don't and make me, and, me and one of my best friends that we've never ever put hands on, we fought yesterday. Oh my god! And well, it, you look like you, you look like no, no, you no, won. No, no, no. Either one of us connected. None of, we were so wasted. Either one of us one connected, of and then we apologized in the morning. Oh, but, that's amazing. But I, I, I was like, don't try that shit with me, bro. I was wasted till like four in the morning. Yeah, but um, thank you, bro. I appreciate. It. But I am because you will healthiest. connect. No, your shit is inspiring too. No, Honestly, you know, I look at your IG stories and I'm like. Fuck, I gotta just get healthier. Like I for real. Dude, I'm bro. fat right now. When I got sober, but I got you, fat. Like you like, on it too. That, on your journey too, bro. I you know, I have my own like demons and things I'm working out with addiction. I, a lot of people don't know this, you know, because you know, a lot of us, you know, we have that, but we don't put it out there like that. You know, some right. do, but I've never put it out there because I'm like I'm trying to I did a voice on Disney movie, you know what I mean? Like I'm not <laughs> but, you know <laughs> that fucking smile. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying Let's I have my dope. you know, I tell I told about this like, you know, back in the day, the whole jump off shit, me and Sat, like we were little druggy kids, you know right. what I mean? We're doing drugs, drinking, freestyling for drugs <laughs> to the plug. Like it's like he loved hearing it and just racking up lines and shit. It's amazing. So but you know, but that's a journey. The health shit has been a big thing for me the last couple of years. I just really wanted to just full on. Just seeing how much you like, just like I, I'm just looking at you from a from from an like where you you were looking at like the perspective of like you coming here and you were in the bloat and I used to run into you out here, bro. You were like a you know like I'm not I don't feel bad saying this because you're in such good condition. Like you were like a fucking dirty little nerd. I was I was a greasy you, kid. Yeah, bro. People definitely were, say I look better just now the way than then because I was a yourself, greasy you look younger ass kid. Now than you used I was to. a greasy it's kid. Like a punk rocker, damn near. Like. I, I was, feel like uh, this is a yeah. reoccurring theme with the people we interviewing recently. Like even with Tash and just like a lot of people are starting to care about this health thing. Like seeing you yeah, like this. Yeah, I heard about Tash's like journey yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, dude, it's a hard name to live up to. The alcoholics. And we talked about that. Yeah, that is a hard name. To Literally, oh, he's smart. Tash is one of my favorite founded. rappers too, by the way. Like, I, yeah, I, oh, same here, yeah, man. Like, we I big have to let influence him know. on me. Like, just the way he rapped. Like, we literally talked we, about this. I told yeah. him yeah. that dumb, like, because he like was tripping. I told him like he influenced me harder than damn sure. any rapper just the, ever. The bro. looseness of his flow, right. and like it, it really did feel like he was just sipping a, a beer or something yeah. while freestyling incredibly. Like, it just sounded yeah, like that. Yeah, see, we were part of that same cloth where we got it. We yeah. we felt like Tash was going to be the Incredible. best next dude. Incredible, like, he was, you know loved it. Yeah, man. Oh, that's fine. Well, that's that's amazing, bro. Um, I I just gotta ask yeah. before we skype out this motherfucker. What would it take to get the return? <laughs> it's because you you made you got, it look like you you. I'm you, not gonna lie. You know, you I got find, so much going on. We know I you find itch. opportunities to write battle raps. Like, for instance, like I'm, de- I'm I'm trying to develop a battle rap show, TV show. 
and Ooh, there's okay. like a big studio attached on, to it right here. Right but that doesn't mean anything yet until like things get greenlit. But I'm working on it. Let us and, know. And, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. And I'm trying to get all uh, like battle rappers either in it or like writing, consulting, or consulting yeah. writing, all that stuff. And but I, I literally I love that because when we put together the deck and stuff, I had to write like lines for it, and I just loved it. You know what I mean? Just writing lines. Just writing you're still rap, good at it. rap battle raps for weird. You know why you're still good it. at it too? Is because you didn't write within like following a trend like a lot of these people do so it was a natural thing for you you wrote from a comedic aspect and you've always been funny and you're always gonna be it ain't on you so it it's you. not gonna yeah it's it, straight I, up it's something that's part you know, of you. you know it's funny every time i i did a lot of those old grind time battles i really wrote for people who are gonna watch the video mm. i didn't really write for the opponent I was like, I want, a lot of sense. I want the kid who's at home watching the video and then his mom hovers over and they're both going to love it. Like, that's what I always thought about when I was writing the shit. Like, I wanted the audience to love it. If yeah. you saw my battle style, like, I'm not in people's faces. I look at the crowd. No, yeah, I'm yeah. like, you do. And you used to talk to the guy. camera. Like, let's all laugh at this guy. You used, that to, was rap, my you whole used vibe. to rap to the camera a lot. Too. I, that was my you whole thing. It was like, I, it was just like, let's like, look at this guy. Like, exhibit A. You know what I mean? That's the style that I always had. Mm. And I did that because like. Yeah, it's like I want to. This is gonna get to the masses. This is the video. That's gonna be the big thing. So you know what smart, I mean? man. With that being said. Oh yeah. yeah okay. So <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? To be honest, at this point, bro, like just because I'm so not like in the battle rap scene, I'm almost like down to do it because of that. You know, like I. I because you, you moved on to the acting and the other 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 avenues, you feel like this now could it, be like a hobby it, and it doesn't it affect could be your a direct fun thing. I, I like. Doesn't affect for instance, like I would battle Jin. Fuck yeah. Come on, like man. I, I would, I we, we you know why? Because Jin, because up. obviously Jin is like the other legend Asian guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And they all every time I'm brought up, Jin's brought up. I'm like, so that can, would can be. Can we say this is a, a GTX, but like, of course, friendly call out. Jin from the dumb it's, it's a friendly call out, and, and, and I think out? I think Jin would appreciate it too. I think Jin is actually one time we we're drinking or whatever he's like i'm pretty sure it. he'd be down bro that would be a, well i'll be pleased to let you guys know that me and jin are very close homies like, yeah yeah no jin, straight up he's a great guy like he's family to me like bro, he's not even like a friend he's family like, you know it's funny people would never know that people yeah, would never know. know we're cool like after our battle like yeah, after yeah. all the asian people were so <laughs> mad at this <laughs> it, don't work, so, it don't work like that i know people were just so mad at this all the time trying to defend me you know they're like what the fuck like yeah you know all this shit and not yeah. knowing like we but go get, way back like since we were kids, kids and shit like that too like yeah. they're just like oh you know, it's just like bro it's a battle but but <laughs> I, I i jen is one that comes to mind because i just think for the culture that'd be very fun and i think it'd be dope to no, have one have one that goes two generations of like the big asian dudes in battle rap and i always wonder too why there isn't any other new like exciting asian battle so, rappers like still you know like why is and you know the last to a class a, yeah a class and, and tantrum all the, all these guys were all part of that generation but i'm just saying like since then they're really i don't understand why there isn't so know? by the time this comes out this interview the world's gonna know about ouroboros you know what i mean and what that is is a grind time reunion event that's happening over the summer oh, wow and it's literally gonna be that's tight all of it and guess who's coming back who your boy who you? No, your boy. Well, Sat. satire. Oh, that's a yeah. good one. Watch out. I always was a fan of Sat battling, bro. He so, was always that reverse live So one. if he comes, like, you know, you should probably come and dip back in it. Okay, Maybe so we'll you're saying you're, say it's a reunion thing where everyone's battling yes. or what? Yeah, okay. we're all going to be on the card. Just pretty much as, my, as many of us as possible and some newer yeah. generation people, but it's going to feel like the old days. Something gonna, to think about. Yeah. yeah for sure. when, when is this? What month? 
We're looking early August right now. Early August. Yeah. Ooh, that's right around the corner, bro. Kind of. It's like three, four months, man. Come on. <laughs> All right. He's trying to sell me on it. He's trying to sell me on it. With that being said. Because, yeah, you see, that's why if I commit to it, I start, I'm going to start thinking now till then it's going to drive me crazy, Start thinking bro. apart. Stuff. It's gonna start, well, yeah. just know that GTX, the grind time is always going to be your home. Of course, bro. And, grind uh, time is like, that's, that's family. That's the roots, the origins of everything. You know, one of the most pivotal moments of my career. I... You know, I, I've done a lot of shit, and obviously even Project Blood, all that stuff. But one of the, I would say, one of the most impactful things is my time at Grind Time. That made me who I am, as dumbfounded as the fans and what, like yeah. the impact that it made foundation. in the culture. Yeah, like that was huge. Name around that, time. that was like, huge. Yeah. Grind Time was a big thing for me, bro. Real shit. And man. you've kept the momentum going. Man, and I man. just hope that it's not a. Not as long of a period of time where I before I see you again. So hopefully this. No, nah, we're gonna find ways to work together, bro. Yeah. For sure, hundred percent. Anything you want to plug in before we get a par? I have a podcast called Fun with Dumb. Yeah, uh, we stream it live every Tuesday at one p.m. Pacific time, and then we put it out on every platform every Wednesday morning. Mm -hmm. Check it out. Check it's, out it's, my it, episode it's on dope, there too. It's a dope it's funny podcast. As fun. fun with Dumb with Disaster is a funny yeah, that's a good episode. one. Yeah, it's a really a good, one. good one. They were using it for some other yeah, shit yeah, too. Yeah, like, please yeah, check it out. Fun with Dumb, and then yeah, look out, man. I'm telling you, I got, I got some TV and film shit coming. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. I'm gonna see you on the screen. It's gonna be crazy. Man, let's go. Well, that being said, man, God tier podcast, man. We out this biatch. Out this biatch. Yeah, man. Love dope. Love.